everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Somebody has failed her duty. She's been off the clock for four days. Yeah, I got this. All right. There we are. Oh, my goodness. Four days away and uh, you're a mess. Well, you know, turkey made me sleepy. There you go. (laughs) It was a nice Thanksgiving. It was. It was a nice break. It was. This is the longest we have gone since August without doing a show. I know. And you'd think we'd have like a thousand great stories. No. We have about 17 stories yeah, there wasn't the past all, four days. There wasn't all that much going on. So just a whole bunch of little things. Starting with um, the Disney Parks Live blog is going to be live streaming the Candlelight Processional on Tuesday at 8.10 p.m. And that is going to be featuring Tony's favorite um, narrator, which is who? Third favorite narrator. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Uh, Tuesday's uh, show that's going to be live streamed is Mr. Neil Patrick Harris. Right. Um, my number one narrator, uh, uh, Gary Sinise, although okay. I have not seen him in person. You just like him. And then I like Stamos because we saw yeah, him he last was good. year. Right. Uh, so that's coming and uh, Tony will be hosting a watch party. So yes. look for that. And the... Epcot Festival of the Holidays has begun, so that is taking place from now until December 30th. We've talked about a bunch of the different offerings for that, so check them out if you're going to be there over uh, the, well, during the month of December. Yes, and that includes not only some food, but the storytellers that are in each one of the lands telling the stories of Christmas. Um, There are also daily performance of Joyful, a celebration of the season where uplifting gospel, R&B, and holiday songs of Christmas and Kwanzaa are sung at the World Showcase Plaza stage. Um, And then, of course, there's food. Um, Voices of Liberty have a a special holiday music show. Um, So, yeah, check it out. And there's also holiday markets with special holiday items. Okay. The Riviera Resort is set to open for um, December 16th. And they have released drawings of the cast costumes. Oh, not even drawings. Actual pictures of the cast costumes. There was a runway-style fashion show. Okay. Where all of the cast members got to uh, walk the runway and and show off their costumes. Um, The costumes are inspired by the art and uh, elegance of the European Riviera. Um, They've also looked to Hollywood stars, artists, and creators including Walt Disney, who visited the Riviera in the uh, 30s and 40s. Um, so they're, they have, uh, you know, modern appeal with classic nods to fashion. Um, and they're, they're nice. They're a lot of blues and whites, bright pops of color. Uh, they're okay. Yeah. I'm not loving it. What's this very first one? What are these people here? They Those look people like... look like servers. They work in one of the restaurants. Okay. It's not a good look. The server's... With the aprons and the little hats, I'm not... They look like they should be working at uh, Pinocchio's Village House. Oh. You snarky. Know? I don't like that those. But anyway, they're, they've been released, so if you want to see what you're going to be uh, looking at when you go to the Riviera Resort, you can take a look at the Disney Parks blog, and you will see it there. Yes, and one of the interesting things that they're doing for cast members now is a lot of this mix-and-match type of components for uh, their costumes. You know, it's not just... Pants and a shirt. It might be short sleeve shirt with shorts and pants. Right, which is good. I mean, not everybody, you know, runs at the same temperature, so it's nice to have a few options. It is. 
Uh, D23 is offering a discount up until the day that, that everyone's going to be listening to this, uh, ending Monday. So what is that discount? That's right there. D23 is offering a gold family member discount of 50%. Um, you can use the code D23HOLIDAYS50 by 11.59 Pacific Time on the 2nd. Uh, with that gold family membership, it includes discounts, an annual member gift, quarterly publication, and the capability to, a capability to bring up to three guests to select D23 member events. Okay. There are a limited number of memberships available for this promotion, so hopefully they're still available. All right. At Disney Springs, uh, Haleo is offering uh, some some new things. Like they're calling it the Sparkling Festival. What is that? That's right. You can raise a glass and kick off the holiday season at Haleo. Uh, they're going to be offering two weeks of specials now through December 15th. And they're going to have special tapas like Ostras con Caviar and Esferas de Cava. In addition to limited edition dishes, you can also sip on a variety of wines, which have been selected by their master sommelier, from sparkling flights or an expertly crafted cocktail. Uh, some of the flights start out at about $25.00. Um, the bottles run in the $50 to $80, and the bites run in the $5 to $16 uh, range. All right. And over in Celebration, not actually in Disney World so much, but just outside, they have an ice skating rink for the holidays. That's right. What are the details on that? So from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. nightly over in Celebration, which at one point was Disney's, um, you know, city uh, that they created, but they have since divested themselves of that but there's still a little tie in there um they have created an ice skating rink that operates from 4 p.m to 10 p.m nightly it's ten dollars per half hour that does include your skate rental and it is cash only and no refunds um so if you want to skate and you're in central florida that might be a place to go. Yeah, I like stories like this. I like to keep people informed of the things that are going on outside of the actual parks. Because sometimes uh, we go down there and we don't really do so much in the parks. The tickets are expensive these days. And if you've been a lot, sometimes you're looking to explore some of the things outside of the parks. So this is uh, one of those things that would be really fun to do. We haven't gotten over to see Celebration yet, but... Um, if we were down there for a few days, this would be just the sort of thing that would bring us over there. Right. And they also have an event along with the ice skating called Now Snowing. So every night from November 30th through December 31st on Market Street in Celebration, snow will fall at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., and 8 p.m., and 9 p.m. Nice. Um, and then this is probably, I feel like, our biggest story here. Um, Rise of the Resistance is not going to be part of the Park Extra Magic Hours. That's right. And that's a big deal because normally if you're going to open a new land or a new ride that's going to be very popular, not only are you going to include it in extra magic hours, but you're going to basically create extra hours just for visiting that ride. So like that ride alone would maybe be open, say, I was expecting, you know, they're going to open that ride at like 4 a.m. Right. for, you know, the first few days just to try to get the major push of people through before the park even opens but now it sounds like it's not gonna be open early at all no there are all sorts of rumors that this ride is just not ready yet um you know it's funny because originally they had stated that galaxy's edge was going to open in winter of 2020 yeah uh, 2019 um and they pushed everything forward and then they when they announced it oh well not all the rides are going to be open 
Um, and now here they are. They're opening up the second ride, and it just doesn't sound like it's ready because normally when a ride opens, you go through a period of previews, whether it's cast member previews, annual pass holder previews. They do a soft opening. Right. There has been none of that. No time. For Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And I just think that the the complexity of the ride, it's opening on what, the 5th, the 6th? The 5th, I think. And, you know, that's next week. And there, you know, there's not notices going to go out for pass holder previews because there's no time to arrange anything. Right. And even the things that you've seen um, on TV or like the little videos, we saw that same room with those same stormtroopers forever. We right. just barely just now got a look at some of the other parts of that ride. So, yeah, things were not done. I think they're they're working, I'm sure, 24 hours a day to try to get this to a point where they can actually get people on it. Right. Um, but that's disappointing in the sense that people who are, you know, going to be down there really just for this um, or who are excited that they are down there for this. Maybe that's not the reason of their trip. But, uh, you know, planning on getting up early to be there to get in to, to do it. I don't think it's going to happen. And if it's only open for those limited hours of the park, it's just going to be people standing in line for, you know, 10 hours. And right. then who knows if you even get in. Right. Yeah, it's not going to be good. No. I, I see a nightmare ready to happen. Yeah. Bummer. Um, okay. And so in much happier news over at California, Mickey beignets are being offered at Paradise Pier at the Surfside Lounge. It is a holiday offering. And they are $8 a piece. They also offer some fun things like an eggnog latte, pumpkin spice latte, um, something called an autumn joy. I'm not sure what that is. And they have turkey poutine, uh, which is expensive. It is. 16 bucks. Yeah. And those Mickey beignets come with chocolate sauce, strawberry sauce, and a creme anglaise dipping sauce. All right. Just give me my plain old beignets. All right. I don't need all the extra stuff. Um... Also in California, at California Adventure, a new Pixar popcorn bucket has debuted. So that is cute. It features um, Joy from uh, Inside Out on one part of it. And it's got uh, Nemo and Dory from Finding Nemo. And it has Boo and Sully from Monsters Incorporated. So those are just in little um, like triangles along the side. Uh, oh, and it has Remy too. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's cute. You know, it's a popcorn bucket. But it's cute. The, there's little phrases in there, like, uh, Remy is reminding us, tis the seasonings, um, you know, since he cooks any seasons. Uh, the Inside Out characters, Joy is holding an ornament and says, Joy to the world. Um, Boo and Sully are wishing everyone a scary Christmas. And Dory and Nemo are wishing everyone a seas and greetings, which is very cute. And that joins the alien in uh, plaid uh, pajamas uh, popcorn bucket that they have as well. Yeah, but the one in the plaid pajamas, I think, is a lot more money. I think the the one that we're talking about, this this one, is just the standard price for your refillable popcorn bucket. Yes. So, all right. Um, and in Disney Plus news, One Day at Disney is premiering on December 3rd. That's going to be a full-length documentary. Um, I know that also is supposed to be just short little seven-minute things, right? So we start out with this full-length documentary, and then after that we're going to get small snippets. Weekly updates, which I believe, well, not weekly updates, weekly episodes, which are are, are stated to be five to seven minutes each. Um, But the first one is going to be a feature-length film. Uh, It's going to be released on Tuesday, which is the same day that a book... Also titled One Day at Disney will be released. Um, 
and um, yeah, they highlighted 76 unique people around the world as Disney photographers uh, captured these folks at work. Um, so you're looking at you know the day-to-day operations. Uh, they have uh, the, the, an engineer from an Imagineer from Imagineering, um, somebody who does research and development in Imagineering, an animator who's known for creating the genie and Aladdin and Phil and Hercules, uh, a guy from Los Angeles who works on the Disneyland Railroad. So they're not all high-profile people, um, you know. But it's just it, it's I don't want to say it's from the bottom up. But it's all sorts of folks from Robin Roberts on ESPN, like I said, to the guy who runs, uh, you know, who works on the railroad, Mark Gonzalez. Nobody knows Mark Gonzalez. Everybody knows Robin Roberts. Well, they will. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, it's going to be 52 diverse and unique cast members uh, highlighted after this feature film. All right. Um, we saw Frozen 2. Uh, what did we see it? Last Saturday, last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. And we thought it was great. And a lot of other people must think it's great, too, because it is number one at the box office for the second week in a row. That's right. It made $85 million in North America as the number one movie, and it brought in $164 million overseas, bringing its worldwide box office total to $739 million. Um, It broke a record for the five-day Thanksgiving weekend, bringing in $123 million domestically. Um, And if... The numbers continue to track the way they are. This will be the sixth Disney film this year to break the one million dollar, the one, I'm sorry, the one billion dollar worldwide mark. Crazy! Uh, you know what else was fetching an awful lot of money? What's that? Um, the rise of Skywalker script on eBay. That's right. Uh, looks like someone maybe lost their script yep. and it was for sale. Yep. So there was an uh, interview with J.J. Abrams last week where he mentioned that one of the Star Wars actors misplaced his script. Apparently it was under his bed and uh, the cleaning people in the hotel came in and, and it disappeared uh, and the script did end up on eBay. Uh, apparently Disney bought the script back. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so a Disney employee spotted the script for sale on eBay and purchased it before things got worse. Now, J.J. Abrams was not mentioning who it was. However, John Boyega, who portrays Finn uh, in the movie, uh, came out and stated that he uh, was, in fact, the one whose script was uh, on eBay. Um, so that, that's, that's pretty funny. funny. Yeah. Um Let's see. And so a lot of people are really excited to see Rise of uh, Skywalker, but not everyone is lucky enough to be able to wait that long. That's right. Go ahead. Um, So a uh, patient, a terminally ill patient in the United Kingdom, uh, they made the the place, the hospice he was in, reached out to Disney and eventually got to Lucasfilm. And Lucasfilm sent a... uh, employee along with a laptop so that this guy and his son could watch Rise of Skywalker in hospice. That's very nice. I love when they do stuff like that. Um, Let's see. Oh, the uh, Magic Kingdom is going to be closing early for the annual Walt Disney World service celebration. They're going to be closing at 4.30. And that uh, that celebration honors cast members as they celebrate milestones in their career with the company. So that's really fun. I didn't know that was something that they did. Yes, they refer to it as Walt Disney Day. Nice. It's close to Walt Disney's birthday, too, isn't it? It is, A couple which is days the before. Fifth. Yeah. All right. Very good. 
And let's see, what else do we have here? Oh, yes, in news that just continues to be boring, um, the <laughs> the railings have been added to the bridge at the pedestrian walk from the Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian. That's right. The bridge is in. It has been installed. It is in the open position, which means that it allows the floats for the uh, electrical water pageant out. Um yeah. There's not much to say Railings about Railings are in. Yep. Woo! Um, also open, the International Gateway Ticket Booth uh, it has finally been completed and uh, can be used. That's right. So It looks, it, I would say it looks nice, but it looks slightly, if you look closely, it looks kind of unfinished. There's some patching and such that needs to go on. They changed, you know, they changed some things around on those buildings. The awnings have moved and uh, they didn't do a great job of patching where the old anchors were. All right, but what they did do is they did a nice job um, blending it in with the the buildings from the France and the United Kingdom. So the new ticket counter has this Art Nouveau look to it. Um, so it kind of unifies that whole area when you're walking through it. Uh, before, I don't think it was as elaborate, uh, but it's very warm and inviting. It has some cherry wood. Uh, they've got some old school illustrations in the windows. So it kind of looks like... Uh, I, I think of it as something you would see in, like, one of those old world's fairs in Paris. You mm-hmm. know, kind of that Art Nouveau. It's with... nice, and it, but it, it almost looks like, you know, like a train station, like an old train station, the, the ticket windows that mm-hmm. would be in there, which is interesting because it's really outdoors. I mean, it has a, an awning, but um, it's going to be, it seems like it might be a challenge to keep up, of course, Disney's always up to that kind of a challenge, but to keep right. up that wood from um, from going bad, but... Uh, it looks. It does look really nice. Like I said, a few touch-ups that still have to be done, but I'm sure they will do those. I'm right. sure they're not going to just leave it looking like uh, it does now. And, of course, the new look ties it in with the uh, Skyliner station, which is right next to it. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let's see. I'm going to do this one now. Um, at Hollywood Studios, uh, in anticipation for Galaxy's Edge opening, the cast member parking lot, BB-8, is closed for some days and times. Uh, the interesting thing is those days and times are coordinating with the debut of the X-Wing drones for the media preview and the grand opening. They have actually put up tents or a large tent in the BB-8 parking lot. And so that's where they're sort of staging the takeoffs for these large drones that are going to be flying. So if you're going to be in the parks during some of these times that the parking lot's closed, you may get a little peek of these drones flying. Um, so you're not going to see it. On December 1st and 2nd, it's there. It's closed overnight from 12 a.m. to 5 a.m., so the likelihood of you seeing it are slim. Uh, December 3rd, 9.30 p.m. to 12 a.m., and then on December 4th, 5th, and 6th from 5 p.m. to 11.30 p.m., so that's kind of interesting. I mean, if you're in the park and they're doing the media preview, probably, I guess that's on the 4th. Um, yeah, they'll be out there. I wonder if you'll be able to see them from other parts of the park. Possibly. It's going to be pretty cool. Because the, these, SUV, uh, these SUVs, <laughs> these drones are the size of SUVs. Right. So they're not small. No. I'm just curious. Like, they might be pretty low, though. So right. So you might not be able to really get much of a look, but uh, we'll see. Uh, over in California... On Thanksgiving Day, they had to close their parks. Why? That's right. Uh, on Thanksgiving Day and uh, Friday, um, they closed an hour early due to a historic storm uh, that was expected to come through with the strength of a Category 1 hurricane, uh, which means that winds have uh, gusts up to 74 miles an hour. Um, so that was... Uh, 
you know that was that's kind of unheard of. Uh, you know, they 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 changed the closing hours to 11 p.m. Uh, for Disneyland and California Adventure to 10 p.m. Uh, so the hours were in effect for November 27th and 28th, which were Wednesday and Thursday. Um, just very, very odd. The park's open already. Yeah, but it was an hour early, right? Yeah, but they did it for two days. Yeah, that is weird. Like, if the, if it was that bad at Wednesday at 11, <laughs> and then it was open the whole day during right. the rain, but then you're going to close an hour early. Odd. Yeah. Very odd. All but right. But you know what? They probably had low crowds if the weather was that bad. Maybe that's more what it was. Yeah. Uh, and then... Oh, we were talking about boring news that just doesn't seem to go away of the bridge. This one I like, though, because we've been waiting for it forever. I know. Go ahead, tell them. No, go ahead. It's no, your, no, you're, no, no. You're mm-hmm. the one. Uh-huh. No, 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 you got ahead. it right go there. Ahead. Very exciting. I'm not going to say All that. right. Okay. So I'm excited. The, um, the seating area at Liberty Square has finally been opened, and it is beautiful. It looks really nice. They've got, like, a low sitting wall uh, height all around it, um, brickwork in the middle, and then they've got all their tables and chairs with, uh, like, burgundy umbrellas. It looks very nice. And although it is a sitting height wall, you can't really sit there because oh, that's there's true. You can't. Uh, that's iron, can't. iron railing on it. Yeah. Well, I don't think they want people sitting on the walls. But why? If someone's standing there with their food and there's no places to sit, wouldn't it be nice to at least be able to sit on a wall? That's what the trash cans are for if you've got your food. <laughs> I mean, people still sit on them, but you just have to, like, barely balance your butt on the edge. Right. But anyway, they do look nice and they match... Um, it's the same height that they have and everything for everything else um, in Liberty Square there, that, that lower wall with the um, ironwork. I'm just not a new fan on the new wall. The new wall has like a concrete top, but it's kind of concave in, so it really doesn't have a, a platform for you to sit, whereas the old walls have those brick tops mm, there was that a little are more, more squared room. and exactly a little <laughs> more tush room. Um, so in any event... Uh, you know, you can now get your turkey legs there as you're uh, going over through Frontierland into, uh, you know, towards the Haunted Mansion or Frontierland. Frontierland? Liberty Square to Frontierland. You okay? Uh, yeah, I'm just having a, having a little bit of a stroke. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's cool. All right. Well, I think that's about it. I think we got through all our stories. Excellent. Yeah, so after a long break, we're glad to be back, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. If you enjoy uh, chatting with us, come over and chat some more on our Facebook page. We are the Disney Drive Time Podcast. And if you have any suggestions of stuff you want, like Dawn did, uh, feel free to throw a suggestion up for us. Mm -hmm. And until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.